Hey friends, it's Jana and Ashley. Welcome back to Season 4 of the Geek Girls Universe podcast, your home for the latest entertainment and fandom news. Hey friends, it's Ashley. Welcome back to the Geek Girls Universe. Today we had the chance to speak with not only Alejandra Marquez Abuela, director of the upcoming Amazon film A Million Miles Away, but also the man who inspired the story, NASA flight engineer Jose Hernandez. Before we get started, if you're new here or haven't already, we would love it if you subscribe and left us a rating on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you're listening from. It helps our podcast reach other geeks and the more the geekier, right? We also have a Facebook group, Geek Girls Universe. You don't need to be a girl to join, only a geek. Inspired by the real life story of NASA flight engineer Jose Hernandez, a million miles away follows him and his devoted family proud migrant farm workers on a decades-long journey from a rural village in Mexico to the fields of San, the San Joaquin Valley to more than 200 miles above the earth in the International Space Station. With the unwavering support of his hardworking parents, relatives, and teachers, Jose's unrelenting drive and determination culminates in the opportunity to achieve his seemingly impossible goal. I didn't really know anything about this movie at all until we got the screener and interview opportunity, I was kind of like, oh, I've sort of heard about this, but I didn't really know anything about the story, which is fascinating. And I haven't finished the movie yet, but I will by the time this airs. So just, you know, but I know you've seen the whole thing, Ashley. Um, <laughs> so you can definitely tell more about it than I have. But I just, the focus on like love and family and determination and support within your family unit is so, so solid. It's such a great story. Yeah, I really found it to be, I was expecting an astronaut story. Um, and, it, and it is, but it's, it's more than that. It's, I think it's more so a, fa- a story about family. And it's definitely unique. It's coming out on Hispanic Heritage Month to kind of kick off things, um, which is great because it shows really shows like the struggles that migrant families go through when they come here, you know, to, to find this, to have a better life and stuff and the sacrifices that are made, but just like how tight that makes them as a unit. And I just, I love that the whole familial aspect of the film was probably my favorite part. And I told Jose, I said, no offense, but literally um, Rosa Salazar, who plays his wife, his wife is my favorite character in the movie. And I was just like, no offense, Jose, but she's amazing. I mean, if, if Rosa is portraying your wife like the way she is in real life, then oh my god, I love her. <laughs> and it's true, like she's she, I could relate to her. You know, she's a tough woman. She has her own goals and dreams, but she's also willing to help her man you know, and support him, even when she, like, at first laughs at him, right? Because when someone says, what's your dream? You're like, I want to be an astronaut. Like, nobody takes you seriously. That's, like, one of those jobs. You're like, <laughs> sure. Oh, wait, you're serious. Oh, um, yeah. So, but, you know, there was just some great lessons in it for perseverance. I mean, this man was denied 11, 11 times. Which? 11. In and of itself. <laughs> and Right in and of itself, that would deter ninety nine point nine percent of the population on any goal. Right, like whether you want to be an astronaut or you want to be a firefighter, like pick pick a thing. But like when you get denied eleven times in a row, you'd be like, 
I'm out. Like, I'm going to pick a different job. Um, but I think one of the things that was so amazing, like, he was telling the story when we were interviewing him today, how at one point after he had gotten rejected, his wife was basically like, well, what do they have that you don't? And A, for him, like, for your for your family unit in general to just support you like that is so huge. But the fact that it, it was that that made him go, well, I don't know, let me see. And then started doing research and was like, well, this guy scuba dives or this guy speaks three languages or whatever it was. And then was like, well, that, that's what I have to do. And, you know, here we are 12 letters later and, you know, a story and an astronaut and, you know, the rest is literally history. It's fascinating. Yes. That, that literally like the whole like rejection thing. So I think he said that that was at number six, number yeah. six rejection. That was when he kind of was like, ah, you know, <laughs> it might be time to give up. Right. Um, but then his wife no, was like, excuse me. She was like, like, no. <laughs> she's like, nah, we've gotten this far. We've done this so many times. She was like, nah, we're not, we're not rejecting. We're not, we're actually just moving on and doing, we're, we're going to keep going. <laughs> yes. You can come this far to give up now, I'll say. So wow, I just, I, I loved it. Um, like I said, it was, it was great. And he was lovely to chat with. I actually had to miss, there was a screening at the Air and Space Museum. I'm in DC. There was a screening there and I had to miss that. So I had to watch it at home. So, you know, it would have been way cooler at the Air and Space Museum, but I watched it at home. Either way, it was great. <laughs> so even though you can't watch it at the Air and Space Museum either, you definitely should watch it because it launches everywhere globally on Amazon Prime September 15th. So that's like what, Friday? That's Friday. So yeah. Yes. Okay. Yep. If this gets yes. up, we mean this coming Friday. If wow, I feel drowned right now, Ashley. <laughs> if it's not up before Friday, then I mean September 15th. And if it's past that point, then it's already streaming. You don't have to wait. Yeah. <laughs> not shading Jana at all. <laughs> Jana, who's traveling this week and never does things on time. Nope, that's me. It's me. I'm the problem. It's me. Well, at least you're pretty, right? <laughs> <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> Thank God I got something going for me because I wouldn't be an astronaut, that's for sure. <laughs> oh my God, no. Just watching the training stuff they had me as soon as they had to do the like the water stuff where they're like trapped in something, I was like, I'm out. I don't even want to watch this scene, let alone like go through it. So I went to um Huntsville, Alabama for a travel conference once and we did a bunch of um they had training simulations that you can do like at their facility and I did a few of them and they're the ones that we did most of them were okay but there's one where you get it basically spins you in like pretty much every single direction it's like an anti-gravity sort of thing but like not in like the room with the anti-gravity it's just but it's supposed to simulate like the up down all around whatever kind of thing that one got me a little more like I came out for that and I was like oh I'm good for now I was like I'm gonna need a break I like I literally could not be an astronaut I get on like the green level of mission space at, um, you know, Disney and I'm just like, nope, we're good. <laughs> I was going to say, you literally won't no. ride like spinny rides and you were doing Nope, I can't. I mean, listen, I'll try anything once for the most part. I mean, I knew it wasn't going to be good. I just figured <laughs> I wouldn't actually throw up. So I was like, okay, I'm going to try it and see just how bad this is. And I was like, nope. <laughs> I was like, I was done for the rest of the day. So you were immediately regretting your life choices mm-hmm. to that mm-hmm. that brought you to that point? Yeah. Absolutely. But how many times do you get to say that I actually did 
you know, some of the training modules that like astronauts would get to do. So I was like, of course I'm going to do this because duh. Yeah. Even I when you like a lot feel of, bad. I, I feel like a lot of stories of regret start with, well, how many other opportunities that I have gotten to do something? <laughs> Pretty much my entire life. Those stories start like that. <laughs> yep. You're absolutely correct. No lies detected, Ashley. No lies detected. All right. That was a, that was one of our famous tangents, but anyway, Alejandro was totally also related. Liz, yes, it was. That's a bonus. Sometimes they aren't related. Not at least that directly anyway. Yes. Sometimes the tangents are far off track. It's true. Elsewhere. That was a very good yeah, so, <laughs> That was. Alejandra was great too. You know, she gave us a lot of insight into, you know, working with, because the actors not only, you know, played these these people, but they actually reached out to interact with the real people that they were playing so she talked a little bit about that about jose having a cameo which was like it's really cute when you like see him show up you're like oh look it's jose <laughs> you're like so, oh wait wait i know that guy <laughs> yeah so yeah it was it was a wonderful interview uh we're excited for you all to listen to it and of course to see the film hi jose thank you for taking time to speak with us today hello how you doing i'm great how are you I'm doing awesome. I really enjoyed the film. I felt so inspired and emotional watching your story play out. It was just incredible. Isn't it a beautiful story? Uh, yes. Alejandra Marquez Abella, our esteemed director, did a superb job in uh, condensing a whole lifetime into a two-hour biopic mm -hmm. and uh, and did it so effectively. And the thing I loved about it is she incorporated a lot of the family values and the efforts to get me to to the point where I finally get selected as an astronaut. So it wasn't a journey of one, it was a journey of many. Yes. And speaking of that, so I know that your story has been out there for a while and people have tried to make your story before and you, it was just never the right time. So what was it about this time that made you say yes? It was all about the people who wanted to make it. Uh, the folks that approached me was a film house called Select Films, uh, ran by Mark Sciardi, executive producer of our movie. And, uh, and he, they had just finished, uh, doing, uh, McFarlane USA. They had done a million dollar arm, uh, and secretariat. And so they had a nice pedigree of doing films that were inspirational. And that's when I realized this is the film house where my story can be told uh, the way I wanted to be told. And so once I once they approached me, I said, yes, let's go ahead and do it. Let's bottle it up, let's pitch it. And uh, next thing you know, here we are at Prime Video, September 15th at over 240 countries, movie being uh, shown. Closely, did you work with Michael Pena, and what was that like? Um, were there things about his performance that you would have chosen to do differently? Um, you know, as he portrayed you, or tell us a little bit about that. Well, you know, uh, Michael is a true professional, and um, and when it was known that he was going to portray me, he reached out to me. Unfortunately, it was during the pandemic, so we did what we uh, uh, a lot of Zoom calls. And he got to know me over Zoom. And uh, and I think he got the gist of 
what I was about with respect to my personality. And, uh, and he did a masterful job at portraying that up in the screen. And she did, you know, he, he did, he did a great job. I mean, he's a great actor and, uh, he was our first choice. So I was tickled to death when, uh, he said he would want to do it. And, uh, and, and, you know, he had, I had seen him in the Martian with Matt Damon. And so he already had experience being an astronaut, so he didn't need additional training. And so it was great that that he uh, he did it. But yeah, he did a masterful job and uh, and accurately portrayed uh, my character. So I just you kind of touched on it the the family aspect. I really love that. I think that's my favorite part of the movie was seeing your family and the community that came around you. And I love your wife. Like if she's anything like her character in the movie, like no offense. She was my favorite. <laughs> Absolutely. I, I agree. I agree. You know, I, you know, I say that uh, the actress Rosa Salazar, I think she was a scene stealer in the yes. movie yes. Uh, in certain parts. Because uh, I'll, I'll be honest with you. When I saw the movie first, when I first saw the movie, and from a personality perspective, I was seeing my wife up there. I mean, she nailed my wife to the T. And she did her homework. You know, she called my wife. She did Zoom with her. They cooked together over Zoom. Uh, Della taught her some uh, recipes, and uh, so she got she got my uh, my wife's personality to the T. And uh, Della didn't realize that Rosa was just studying her uh, in these Zoom calls. She thought, oh, she's just a friend and she wants to be nice, but she was studying because it it showed on the screen. Well, that's what I was going to ask. I was going to kind of ask was how surreal was it for your family to see themselves play out? But like, I love that, that the characters, the actors were, you know, reaching out and, and doing these Zooms with you all because just, you could feel it. You could feel that family bond in it. It yeah, was really they, solid. Yeah, they're true professionals. They did their homework and they did, they did it right. So I'm very uh, grateful that they took the time because they didn't have to do that. They could have just said, okay, I'm assuming this is how Jose is and I'll interpret it this way, but they took the time and uh, met with us and got the gist of our personalities. Loved it. Okay. So in the movie, there's this really wild training montage sequence. Um, yeah. Obviously you did all those in real life. I've, I've done a few of them when you go to like the training center in Huntsville, Alabama, you get uh -huh. to like do some yeah. of those. Um, of those that they show in the movie, what are the ones that you enjoyed the most in real life when you were training to be an astronaut? I think I think the ones I enjoyed the most was uh, when you got on the motion-based simulator. It's like this. It has four seats. And you get in, and then it does this, goes erect, and then you uh, perform a launch uh, simulation. And then they throw the kitchen sink at you, failure after failure, and you've got to respond correctly. You know, they'll fail an engine, they'll fail a, an electrical line, they'll fail a auxiliary power unit, uh, landing gear goes bad, you know, all kinds of stuff that, that, that where you have to put the landing gear manual and all kinds of stuff that they do. And, uh, and you practice that. And uh, at first, you know, at first, you know, you die a couple of times. And then after that, after that, you, uh, you get the gist of it and uh, you start you start surviving and start doing very well. So I, I thought that that was, because uh, we did that hundreds of times. I was telling Jose, I really love the movie 
it it was emotional. It was inspiring. It was just, it was wonderful. I love the community feel, all of it. It was like, uh, you know, you said it wasn't just a movie about astronauts. It was, it was a movie about community. Mm-hmm. Um, but with the astronaut thing, I have to say that training sequence that kind of gave me anxiety, especially when they were trapped under the water. Uh, what was it like filming that? Did you guys get to actually go to like a NASA facility to work on that? Or was that all just like no. built on a set somewhere? No, we built the set. We shot the whole film in Mexico, in Mexico, around Mexico City or in Mexico City. And we went to this humongous pool in Mexico City and we recreated the whole training which was more than challenging because we had to actually have people who could, you know, arrange that stunt and actually do that that stunt as they would do in a military facility, you know, as a as a very sophisticated piece of training, so it was we we spent a lot of time thinking about how to do it to do it and and it was fun and challenging and long (laughs) i believe it so when we spoke with jose he talked a little bit about um how some of the actors reached out to the family and they did zoom calls and whatnot to kind of get to know a little bit more about the people that they were portraying in the film and i'm wondering um if you were involved in that process at all or if you had any input and what that was like well michael was in the project because it's inimaginable to have to not have Michael Peña in this film. He's like the biggest Mexican American movie star. Um, but the rest of the cast was a fun. It was a fun uh, activity to to choose them, to talk to them, and to see how they play together. Uh, I think Rosa is just Rosa Salazar is just the most amazing actress in the world, and and she's all light. And when she comes into the film, she lights the film. Um, I think Julio Cesar Cedillo and Veronica Falcon, who play uh, Jose's mo- father and mother, no, they're such such talents. Bobby Soto. I mean, I don't know. I was so lucky and I feel so privileged because it's easy to do your job when you come to set and, you know, everything is, ta-da, it's there. Was was it always the plan to have him cameo in there and were you undecided about where to put him and then it just kind of fell into place or how did it come about? That that was it. Uh, I We knew he, he had to be on the film somewhere and and we wanted to choose like the perfect a cameo for him because we wanted we wanted it to be symbolic you know and and honor him in a way so it was a nice thing to have him as a close-out engineer <laughs> yes obviously jose is an astronaut michael has played an astronaut more than once before this um how closely did you work with or did you work with other nasa or technical advisors on sort of the accuracy of those types of behind-the-scenes things, like with the trainings and you know shuttle launches and that type of thing. We worked very closely with NASA. Uh, Michael and I got to visit NASA and do the artist training, which is a special training they have for actors who are going to play astronauts. We got to speak with a bunch of astronauts and you know visit the facilities. So. Yeah, it was, I think, super important to have that. And we 
had Jose, you know, a text away. So it was every any doubts on the exam, I used to like, Jose, help. How, how should we do this? What would, you know, would an astronaut say in this situation? So I was lucky. Thank you. Well, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Geek Girls Universe podcast. As always, if you have something to share, tag us on not Twitter anymore. It's X. No, it's still it's Twitter. We're not calling it that. It's Twitter. <laughs> Actually, I keep seeing people be like X, formerly Twitter. And I'm like, can we just no, still call it Twitter? Twitter because it's Twitter, right? But tag us on that other platform that we've been on for eternity that, you know, some space Karen can't decide what he wants to call it. Check us there at Whiskey and Sunshine and that Ashley Aaron. Next time, geeks. Bye.